Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Talk Tuesday. Super excited to have our guest Stephanie on with us. Um, excited for you to learn about her career path and all the cool things that she's up to. Um, if this is your first time tuning in, the concept of the show is to talk to our guests about their career path, their idea of success, and the tips and motivators that they have used along the way. I started the show because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up and um, I thought it was really cool to hear other people's journeys and as a result have been inspired to make different pivots and things and also have inspired others so thank you so much for tuning in and our guest is with us so we will get started hi hello how are you I am good how are you I am well thank you for joining us today Thanks for having me. It's truly, truly my pleasure. Um, so I was just explaining to everyone the idea and concept of the show. So we are ready to dive right on in. Yes. All right. Yes. So if you could please introduce yourself, tell us who you are and what you do currently for work. Um, my name is Stephanie Jacques. I am a songwriter um, for first and foremost in country music. I'm also an artist and a podcast host of my own, and um, an activist for equality. I love that. We love a multi-hyphenate on this yes. show, right? You're in, we do all of, the, all of the things. I just keep adding. Add. Yes. Let's keep doing it. Okay. So when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? And what was sort of like the motivating factor behind that? Um, ever since I could remember, I wanted to be a singer. But it kind of wasn't the genre, the path I'm on. Now it was, I wanted to be Julie Andrews, who was in The Sound of Music. Yes. I, my mom looks like her, so I thought I looked like her. So okay. I, would, I would watch The Sound of Music and sing it in my front lawn. And I, I, just, was like, I just want to be on Broadway and singing songs and dancing and just being able to like play pretend all day long. I thought that mm -hmm. was the most um, magical thing that anybody could be. So like, it's kind of, I always say, I'm like, people say, you don't ever do what you wanted to be when you were little. And I'm like, I did. I mean, I still sing. I'm not Julie Andrews, but I am a version of that. Like, she inspired me to be For this sure. person I am today. And I still I say, that's the only person I would faint if I met. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I was supposed to meet her. And then, then we had the pandemic and her whole tour got canceled. So. Mm. It's not too late. It's it's not too it's late. Gonna it's gonna it, it's it's gonna it's going to happen. Um, yeah. So when you were younger, um, mm -hmm. and you know, wanting to have this magical and inspiring career, what did you think success was at that point? Like when you were younger, I, I think at that point I definitely had a a self centered view of it. I mm -hmm. think when we're young, we see people on TV and people in movies and you're like, Oh, everybody will like me. And I yeah. will be the star and I'll have so many friends and I'll have all this money. And it will be like, you think of all the good things and you think you don't think of any of the work behind it. You just no. think of like, why would you? You're, you're a kid. That, you're that, a kid. that doesn't even make sense. You just see the highlights. You only see the highlights. And it, I had this thought of like, I'll have money and I'll have friends and I'll be famous. 
Like, mm. I love the idea of being famous. I love, I think that's great. Like, and that was, that kind of was what motivated me, which I'm thankful for now, even though that is so far from my motivation today. I'm like, don't, don't give me too much. Sure. I'm okay. But when I was little, I was like, that, these are the, this is how I'll know I made it is if somebody has a yeah. poster of me on their wall or is listening to my record and they just they just want to be around me all the time. Like it was all material, I would mm -hmm. say. Like not energetic or like soul serving. It For was sure. the outside. Yeah. That was going to make me feel successful, not the inside. Um. I think that's true for a lot of us when we're younger, right? And I think we go through different things along our journey or, you know, we see our family or people that we're close to experience things. And then we start to like, huh, you know, I may want mm -hmm. this, but I think maybe I want to go more on this side or whatever. Um, and, and our definition of success is definitely redefined um, along our journey. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about your journey. So you said you wanted to be a singer and you wanted to be famous. And you just mentioned that now you're like, like I want to maybe be more so in the background. So can you tell yeah. me just sort of how you went from wanting to be the star to being a star behind the scenes? Um, it is a, it's a awesome journey. I, I ended up in high school and I sang in my church choir my whole mm -hmm. life and I played the handbells and was always in musical theater. I grew up in the Bay area in California. So I always was pursuing opera Mm. I ended up getting a, um, I went to college for opera, um, for vocal opera, and I ended up going to Howard University and Cal State Northridge okay, okay. And for opera and for Black Studies. And it was in that that I started to realize that there's a lot of competition, mm. and I don't feel that I love this enough to deal with rejection for opera. So I was like, I'm going to start singing pop and R&B and do something like that. So that led me into meeting a lot of people when I was finally moved to LA yeah. to do background singing. And okay. I had never tried to sing in the background. I always wanted to be the star, but that is where I was able to hone my skills and ask questions and see how things are working. And I realized how much pressure was on the main artist okay. and how much I loved watching how it was going down. And I was like, ooh, how did they write this song? How was the song arranged? How was this happening? Like, who's doing all this? Like, who's making the money here? Like, what's, mm. I have a lot to say and I can sing, but a lot of people can sing. So I know that I have more things that I have been given beyond singing and I have a lot to say. So I started writing. Okay. Um, I was working with Joss Stone and some other people and we just, they would teach me how to write songs. Mm. And I realized, that's where my passion was, is in telling the stories. Mm -hmm. So I love singing and I still release music and I do that. And it led me to Nashville and into country music, which led me to writing and realizing the minority aspect of me being a black woman mm -hmm. is hard in country, mm -hmm. which led me to find my tribe in which we're fighting the fight to be black artists in country music and get our stories out. So I realized all of this was so I could be in yeah. the market to tell the stories that aren't being told in of black women and men in a genre that was really created by black women and men. I and love so it. I feel, I feel like it wasn't like a straight line, mm -hmm. but it was a purposeful line. 
which then led to my podcast, which is about racial experiences within music, especially within country music, which is divided by everything. Divided by race, divided by women. Like it's just, it's such a male, white male dominated genre. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be. It no, shouldn't. It, sh it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so it's, like a, it's a long wind. I but I think sometimes the well I don't think I know for sure the wind is important right because mm -hmm. it it allows you to see where you're supposed to be um <laughs> and it gives you like different nuggets along the way so now that you've found where you are you've, you're able to use your experiences and things of that nature to actually like truly excel where you are mm -hmm. um I wasn't expecting to hear all of those turns. And yeah. so like, I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, so sidebar to the main bar questions. Yeah. Um, what did you think, or what do you think about um, some of the black women artists who are transitioning into like, I think they're like pop, I guess they would consider, be considered pop artists, um, transitioning into the country music scene. I know they're, um, I, I, I can't, what's the girl's name? Uh, she, I know her from being on one of the reality TV shows and she sang, I think it's one or two songs. Wow, drawing a major blank. Hold on, now I've got to Google it. Um, okay, we, I love Google. Yes, Google hey, is... Michelle. Thank hey, you. Hey, Michelle, Miami. yes. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. okay, so what are your thoughts on the K Michelles of the world transitioning into um, country music? I actually love it. And I love it because they already have a platform. So mm -hmm. that platform allows for them to bring more fans into the space to yep. diversify the space. Mm -hmm. She actually tweeted uh, like a week or two ago and said some of my friends like Brittany Spencer and Mickey Guyton and was like, these women. And I was like, yes, because the problem is in country music, a lot of people aren't speaking about them. They're kind of a little more this year because it's a trend because mm -hmm. being pro-black is like a trend it's right a now. Thing. Yeah. Um, but not in their roots like they don't want them to be as successful but mm -hmm. k michelle's already coming from a level of success and a right. level of notoriety mm -hmm. and a level of talent and she just wants to tell a story which mm -hmm. is what country music is about it's yeah. not about a race it's about telling a story which is very similar to gospel r&b and because country music was started by black men and women in um, it was, they were the original founders mm -hmm. of it and they were pushed out of it like and moved to R&B and gospel. <laughs> like um, most things in the US. Like, like everything. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, so it's great to see. I'm always like, everybody come on into country, come on yeah. in. So they don't say, Ooh, there's another black country artist. They just say, Oh, More there's artists. a country artist. Yeah. And it's not like this is a black country artist. Like my friend Mickey, um, she's the first black woman nominated for a Grammy, a solo Grammy wow. that's country. Like it's 2021 folks. Like, and it's what 63rd, right? Grammys or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's and the first time, the first time. And I'm like, what's going on? We need to do better yeah. as a society. And so I'm always like, come on down, come on down. And if you have a platform, speak on it. Mm. And she, I, what I like about K Michelle, I'll say this is that 
she is shining lights on people that aren't as big, mm. but are equally as talented. Like Love she's that. not afraid to share that spotlight and to yeah. raise other women up. And I'm always about women raising other women up. And Lifting not as you climb, for sure. Yes. That's awesome. Energy matches energy. And that is some real stuff. So real. Um, okay, so now that we went on a tangent, but I think it was a necessary tangent. Yes. Um, um, what is your idea of success today? I um, spoke about it, you know, when we were just speaking about energies and you, you spoke about that earlier. So I think this yeah. is the perfect time to ask this. Yeah, my, my idea of success today is more about impact and lasting impact. It's not, obviously you want to be able to pay your bills. You yes. want to <laughs> provide for yourself and do that. So not to knock that. And I do jobs to do that and sing and, things but it's more I consider myself successful when I have touched somebody's heart mm. when I have educated somebody That's when my stories have impacted stuff somebody like I wrote a song about cancer and mm. I get messages about that and how that's impacting people and people are playing it and people are touched by it when they're sad like that's success to me mm -hmm. and you can't really put a dollar value yeah. on those like one-on-one -on -one interactions that happen and sure. if I can do more of that, I, I think you have to fill your cup. And mm -hmm. like they, I think there's been like a lot of science studies that there's only a certain amount of money that'll bring you happiness. You, there's a cap. There's mm -hmm. a cap on how, how rich you could be to make you happy. There's a cap on your possessions. None of it goes with you when None you die. Your stories live on. And your yeah. stories and your impact on people's hearts lives on. And that's where I focus now. And that's where, even when I'm writing a song, I'm like, how is this going to impact somebody? What are these words saying? And how can they, like, give good energy? Even if it's a breakup song, like, how is this going to help somebody? I don't yeah. want to bring people down. I want people to listen to grow. Man, I didn't, breakup songs, that, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love writing a breakup song. <laughs> writing a breakup song. I write a lot of sad songs. I just really? love it. I love them because I think that's you have to think of when people turn to music. Mm -hmm. They yes, they turn to music when you want to party and do that. But when people are really sitting down in silence, putting yeah. on a record, yep. you're listening to something that's soulful or sad or like really is speaking to your heart. You're listening to those lyrics, and those are the songs I like writing. I like that's writing good. something that's going to impact somebody, and somebody's going to put the record on and just be sitting and drinking some wine. Like yeah. I'm down. I, I love that. And actually, so I'm going to, I'm going to write that down and then make a note. So um, I'm preparing to some way, shape, form or fashion, share my story. And I think a cool part will be um, the soundtrack that goes with it. So <laughs> definitely going to make that full circle collab there. Um, and make, and make that happen. I can't wait to hear your story. Like I think people's stories are, people undervalue their stories. And, I would agree. And I think the great thing about songwriters and, and writers in general is mm -hmm. that they can take those moments and show how beautiful everything is in our story. Like everything has a purpose. Everything. Mm. Yeah. Even I, if you don't like it, you're like, there was a purpose for it. That part. <laughs> that part. Okay. So tell me something that you have learned or that you're still in the process of learning that you wish you would have learned sooner. <sighs> I wish I wouldn't, and it sounds crazy, I wish I wouldn't have been afraid to fail. I wish Girl. I would 
have been afraid to fail so soon. Now I fail all the time. I try things and I fail constantly. I'm constantly told no. I'm co I send emails and people are like, no. But I was so afraid of, of not being good at something, of not being at the level I thought I was supposed to be to be in the room, yeah. that I just didn't do anything. I, I stayed still for a long time out of fear. Okay. And and I stayed silent out of fear, like in terms of like race conversations, mm -hmm. poli political conversations. Yeah. So like, oh, I'm scared that they're not going to want to write with me. I want to just stay under the radar. Mm -hmm. And I realized, no, it's okay if somebody doesn't like you, if you fall on your ass. Like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because all those things teach you mm -hmm. how to either you're going to grow from them and learn from them, or you're going to be like, I'm not going to do that again. Yep. You, it's all an experience. That's and right. now I'm, I always try to set my goals high enough that the chances are I'm going to fail at it. Oh, like that, well, that goal is so high that I'm probably going to fail, but something's going to come in that, in that bandwidth. That's big. I don't yeah. know that I'm ready to make that big of a statement. <laughs> like, I'm going to set the bar so high that no, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to make that proclamation, but yeah, I, I understand. Do. It's a hard one to do. And it's, and What's, what I love about it is that it forces me, I don't want to fail. So right. I realize even setting the bar that high, I try and try and try harder and I learn more and I'm more precise. So even if I fail, I've learned all these skills along the way, mm -hmm. but I probably wouldn't if I had just said, oh, I want to go to here. Yep. I want to go here. Like even learning how to mix my stuff, learning how to do like in pandemic, I had to learn how to record by myself. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. good at this. Like a five years ago, I wouldn't have done that. Now I'm like, you know what, if I fail, I, I know people, like it's not, it's going to happen. I'm right. failing myself, like I think I suck, like, like at least I'm doing it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I um, am a recovering perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it takes a lot to do things that aren't going to be how I envision or how I like super want them to be right mm -hmm. but what I've started to train myself and you know give myself the grace of you can do it better later right yeah. but if you don't try you don't have anything to edit or you don't have anything to perfect or you don't have anything to ask for help with right like I can't, I can ask you to help me with an idea I have, but I feel like it's better to present something and I'd be like, all right, yeah, so I really messed up on this part and I know you have expertise in this, so could you, right, give people something mm -hmm. to work with. So I'm so happy that you shared that. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's the biggest thing, the biggest yeah. thing. Um, my supervisor and her best friend, they always say, um, you're gonna fail, so just fail <laughs> fast. Yes, fail fast. Just, like you you're just preventing gotta... the, the growth. Like the sooner you fail, the sooner you can move on. Yeah. The sooner you can learn. Yeah. And those ideas, like even when you're saying like having something to show somebody and be like, hey, like being able to take critiques and being mm -hmm. able to acknowledge when you failed and yeah. know that, okay, I was not good at this. Mm -hmm. I just fell. Okay. And then yeah. be able to stand back up. Like that's even a reason to fail. Cause you, yeah are going to have to stand back up, especially doing stuff like even like this podcast, like Instagram, like all the things that we do in the public eye, mm -hmm. people are judging constantly. So giving yourself grace and knowing, you know what, it's okay. Everybody does it. I'm yeah. just doing it boldly. Yep. And, it's okay. and, that's the, and that's the thing. I think that you're rewarded for trying. 
Mm-hmm. And people are more willing to help you when you can say, yeah, this is what I've done. <laughs> but it's not it's not panning out how I wanted to or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, learning learning to be okay with failure. It sounds crazy, but it's it's so important. And I think in, in any field that you're in. Yeah, in any field. Relationships. I think I think if you have that. um that mindset, your 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 um you're going to be so successful. Mm-hmm. Um because you just keep going. Yeah, it doesn't stop you. Yeah. Because failure That's- shouldn't stop you. Like who wants to just be still? Like just yeah. keep moving. Keep pushing yeah. through and something else is gonna work. Like nobody is continually gonna fail at everything. Right. Something but you know, like they say, energy matches energy. Like when something in motion stays in motion, mm-hmm. like you want to just keep going. Yep. You don't want to be standing still, whatever okay. it is. Even if it's like the slowest motion that you could do. It's so true. It's still motion. <laughs> it's still, it still motion. Yeah. Um, okay. So what are some tips um, and or motivators that you've used um, along your journey that have helped you to keep going and or um, excel? Um, I guess one of my biggest things is you need to be nice. And that doesn't mean being passive. That doesn't mean getting walked over. Mm. But kindness is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, you had spoken to Devon Franklin mm-hmm. um, in a prior episode. And I met him when I was 20, 21. And I remember he had told me that. He's like, you just be kind to everyone yeah. you meet. And realize that people, you don't know when you're going to meet somebody else down the road. You don't realize what people are going through. Yep. So I try to be kind to people that are, quote unquote, below me mm-hmm. or higher than me. I try to just treat everybody well mm-hmm. and treat everybody with respect. And that has gotten me a lot of work. I'm going to so say important. I am likable. And I'm not like arrogant to say, I'm like, I'm just a likable person. Cause I'm just like, I, I don't want to be mean. I'm just like, okay, let's yeah. go. Let's like, let's just do this work. Like there's a lot of people, especially in the music industry that are not kind mm-hmm. people. <laughs> and I've seen them fizzle out or I've seen them not be called back. And that is because people want to work with people they want to be around. Yeah. Yep. Even if you're less talented, possibly, I was just they want to be that. around you. You're yeah. gonna get the job because, especially when you go on tour or something like that, like mm-hmm. if you're on a bus with people, they want to be with people that they want to be around. They For don't sure. want to be in close proximity to somebody that's negative, and you just don't want that. So that's yeah. probably the biggest thing that I have carried with me. Mm-hmm. But also preparation, preparation, so important. Yeah. <laughs> Failed many times just because of lack of preparation and Mm -hmm. saying, I got this and I don't got it. And I've been very embarrassed. I've gone to auditions where I am shocked they ever called me back because I was not prepared for the audition. I didn't prepare. I was so arrogant and confident. I was like, I got this. And you don't always prepare. Prepare for a phone call, prepare for a meeting, prepare for an interview, an audition. You can't be too prepared you have to have the knowledge yes. for what you're going after. Yeah, I've I've learned that recently and mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest 
things that I've come to realize about preparation or being prepared is that it takes time, right? And so a part of being prepared is scheduling the time necessary to prepare for the meeting or the audition, right? So like you've got the script or you've got the lyrics or you've got the, you know, notes from the previous meeting. When are you going to read them? You know, are you just going to read them or are you going to read them and take notes? Are you going to commit it to memory? Are you going to, how far are you going to do what you need to do to be prepared? And so that's, that's something that I'm learning that is so important right now because it's, it's so important. It's so important honestly, <laughs> because you, I don't think people always lack opportunity, but they lack the preparation when the opportunity comes. Yep. And I would realize, agree. and I, and I bring up Devon again, because I remember when I took my first meeting with him, he's like, how can I help you? Girl, I had never even thought I was going to meet with him and I hadn't thought how he could help me. Like, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know why I was just like going to meet him. And you're like, mm -hmm. Hey, like I had no, I had not prepared for that moment. Yeah. And so I squandered that meeting. I had nothing to talk about that. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it through. And you can't do it in the moment. You look, you're like, huh, what do I want? Hmm. Like it just. Yeah. And they can right. feel it. They can. Yeah, you, I'm not like, now I'd be like, I want this. I want this. Like I need this song in that movie. Let's do this. Like I know what I want. Mm -hmm. I might not get it but I know what I want. Yeah. And I would prepare for a meeting of that caliber differently at the mm -hmm. now having experience sitting there in silence awkwardly. Did you get another opportunity or was that? I did get other opportunities. And what's, Thank God. and I would say that also because I'm likable and mm -hmm. I kept the conversation going, sent a letter after we developed a relationship, like a professional relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's just, mm -hmm casually and but a lot of what's crazy is a little bit opportunities came because he was working with friends of mine and I came back in the mix through their experiences mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then there were opportunities yeah you know so also realizing you don't know when the person you're in a meeting with is going to work with somebody else you know and then loop you in like you just don't know I have no idea but I yeah. was thankful I was thankful because sometimes those opportunities don't come back right they don't and you just have to learn the hard way. You're like, dang, yeah. I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared for that. Background singing opportunities never came back. Mm. And I never auditioned with those those people again because they, I wasn't prepared and they don't have time for that. Right. Time is money in this business. Time, time is, is money. money. Yeah, and I, I don't waste people's say, time. Don't do it. And the other thing is too, my supervisor um, tells me now and what I'm also learning is, if you have if, if you're asked a question you don't have the answer it's okay to say i don't know mm, yes <laughs> i don't know is so powerful what <laughs> it's like the small this? it's like the smallest things like i feel like we're taught that we always have to have an answer so like she'll ask me something and i'll be like trying to think of a solution because i'm solution driven right yeah and she's like but if you don't have the answer now say it I don't have the answer now, but I'm, I will come back to you and give me 24 hours. Give me 40. I will, I will come back to you. But that's, and when she gave me that, I was like, that is so freeing. Was your mind blown? Like, oh yeah, I could just say, I don't know. Because also too, now there's dead silence in this meeting that we're having, or you know what I mean? It's, it's not productive. Mm -hmm. 
it's yes. not productive to create a, to try to create a solution with, that you're not prepared for yeah. in real time. So ask for the time that you need and then come back with something and blow their mind, right? And that's, yes. that's what I've been And people respect learning. it. They respect you saying, like, I don't know. Because that's also humbling. You're like, you're not pretending to know everything. You're like, I don't know. I can get back to you. And when you come back and you know, they realize yeah. also you took the time to do the work and find out the answer to the question yeah. or the advice or whatever you needed to do. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes the most powerful thing is just to be like, I don't know, like, so, so, and even when you're like learning something, I used to in college, I'd be like, I would pretend to know. And then eventually the test comes around and they realize I don't know anyway. So yep. just get it done and find, and just admit it. And yeah. We'll move, you'll move further faster. It's Even though it kind of seems like taking a step back, you're actually moving forward. It's, it, that, it was so freeing to not have to, to or to, to learn that. Yeah. Um, I love that you learned that. I love so, it. It's so good. <laughs> yes. It's so good. I just love learning in general. I'm always like, let's all elevate. Let's all just learn. For sure. Um, Stephanie, this has been so great. Um, I'm trying to think if we've gone through, I think we've gone through all the questions yeah. that, that I asked. Um, so I want to give you an opportunity to talk about your podcast a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, share with us what you, um, what, what you're working on, what's coming up next. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I will say my podcast, I do about an episode a week and I, I post it on my personal page, Stephanie Jacques music, and it's called Jacques talk. And mm -hmm. the basis of it is elevating the conversation. So I believe that we all have a through line where mm -hmm. we all are similar. Mm -hmm. And so it's discussing our, like how we are similar, but also how we're different how people would say, I don't see color. Well, I want you to see my color, mm -hmm. but I also want you to realize that we're a lot alike. Mm -hmm. There's just differences in our culture, For sure. everything. So I do it mostly with music, but I have added this season. This is my um, second season doing it. I've expanded beyond music, but obviously it started out race okay. and country music because there's been so many things that happen in country music yeah. and race that I feel like we just have to talk. So I talk to artists that are in it mm -hmm. and we discuss what it's like to be in, in the industry that mm -hmm. is against you. Yeah. So um, I have an episode coming up on Friday talking about race and parenting and how to parent our children to understand privilege mm -hmm. and to understand how it works for you and how it works against you. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up on Friday. And then I'm also releasing new music this April. So I'm releasing a couple songs in country music and I have an album already out okay. called Crowded Bars. It's a live album since people couldn't be going to bars in a pandemic. That's I so cool. have all this audio from performing in bars that I released and that's out on all the platforms. And I wrote a song called Drake that was just released by John Tucker and it's our love letter to Drake. And, and our, we just think Drake is awesome. So check any of those things out. But the most important thing to me is rock talk because that's my passion project. It's what I, I just love talking to people and, and letting people know that there's no reason to hate. No reason to hate. That's so important. And we will be sure to put all that information into the show notes. So when people so go much. back and listen, they can find you and your music and all the great things you. that you're working on. Um, 
Okay, so the last question that I ask mm -hmm. is, um, I'm the amateur expert, and I know a little bit about a lot. So can you please teach me, although you did drop a few gems earlier, but <laughs> let's keep the train going. Um, can you share with me um, a random fact? Um, you already dropped the one about the Grammy, so you can't, you can't use that one. Um, <laughs> so uh, random fact, um, tidbit of information, something that will help me on like a 200 or 400 word uh, or 400 answer question on Jeopardy. Hmm. I would tell you that 20, 2019 was the first time in Grand Old Opry history that three black people were on the stage at once. And if somebody doesn't know what the Grand Old Opry is, it's the where every country artist wants to play in Nashville. It's hollowed ground. It's, it's where you go. Like, it's the thing you do. Like, if you're in New York, you want to be at the Apollo. If you're in yes. Nashville, you want to be at the Grand Old Opry. 2019, the first time there were three black people on the stage at once in its whole, whole history. Singing or? Think they were all singing, yeah. But there's never been three people standing on stage that were black, ever. 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 But they were all singing. Wow. And it was um, Lewis York and Jimmy Allen. And Jimmy Allen, and there was, yeah. And I'll drop you another gem. There's only three people that were black that have ever been members of the Grand Old Opry invited really yeah so i'm hoping my girl mickey gets in but she's yeah, getting in we're sending and we're sending the goodbyes and her way my girl needs to be a member of the opry but yeah in her time but yes charlie pride so charlie pride is a member um he passed away of covid but charlie pride darius wrecker like those and there's one other, and I can't even remember, but I will let you know so you can put it in the notes. I'll it's put it in the number And it's only the three. That is So it just shows you the progression awesome. that we have still so sad, far to go. But also, yeah, amazing that Yeah. only up from here, right? Like Only oh, up from only, here. We're only just up gonna, from here. We are going to realize that you can't hold people back. Mm -hmm. people will find a way through people will find the way to the light there's a glimmer of light people will find it so sure. i always just say to people go towards the light and not like in a dying way but like go towards <laughs> what is what is making you feel good even mm -hmm. if it seems like the odds are against you for sure make history why not um, why not I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a light. Thank you so much thank for you. being on the show. Thank um, you for having and, me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, and for sure, we're going to connect on yes, getting the song in however the story is presented. I don't know if it's going to be on the big screen or streaming, but when it happens, there it will be it will all, both of our names will be on in the credits. Uh, I am so appreciative and I cannot wait to be part of sharing your story. Like Perfect. whenever that happens, I'm here. You know, thank you space. so much. Um, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Okay. So one thing that we have to do, which is a little awkward, is we have okay. to be, be still and smile so that okay. we have a cute um, still for the saved interview. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> okay. So just five seconds. Sorry guys. A little awkward, but so we're going to do. Okay. Ready? Go. Perfect. I'm always good at a pose. I'll pose anytime. Just <laughs>
I love it. Okay, everyone, have a great rest of your week, and we'll be back next Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in, and bye. Bye. Thank you. My pleasure.